You're having Thirsty Thursday with your pals the other day. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one never skips leg day. Uh-huh. I'm Al, your host, <laughs> and joining me in the room, as always, oh, is I'm the... I'm going to get a new name. No, <laughs> I'm going to get it. ...is the lovely, lovely Tanya. Lovely. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and Vesuvius Victor. hey <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Good. Welcome to season three. Yes. Welcome to season three. We've lasted two seasons. That's awesome. And Victor's got the, se- the Letterkenny season three background going on. Maybe I should just do a screen cap. Let's do that. And then I can uh, smile for the camera. All right. Oh, you have to get that. Oh, no. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Done. (laughs) All right. How are you now? Line up today is Tanya Mad Victor. Tanya, how's your week? Oh, my God. Can I just say, I don't even know what the week was like, but today was one of those days, you know... When so much stuff is just, it's like rapid fire and you're like batting away, like, but then you're like sitting at the light and it's an advanced left and you're, and you're not going because you're waiting for the, like my car, my, my, my brain just wasn't on full function mode yet today. So it was that kind of day. So good luck to you, everyone here. Uh, I don't know how, how my, how, how it's going to go. This should make for an interesting episode. (laughs) Matt, how's your week? (laughs) <laughs> this is a shit show as always <laughs> but you know so it's so like today i mean i'll, I'll admit I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty tired i spent i kid you not six hours on uh teams meetings today oh. uh this annual operations thing but whatever it's fine um but this evening i had a blast um i watched the show well in advance well, which means before 5 p.m well done um, <laughs> okay and then and then i was playing with my son who's one and i and i had a bit of a flashback to my college years when i smoked a lot of weed um we had so we celebrated <laughs> one-year-olds uh, can can remind you of your college buddies well, when, yeah. so let me explain <laughs> the drooling the, yeah. so we celebrated his birthday and my older son's birthday last weekend the droopy pants bought some balloons some helium balloons yeah and they're at the stage right now tonight you know that perfect helium balloon stage when they're not quite flying anymore but they're not sinking and they're just kind of hovering Hovering. in the middle of the air Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that so that was our evening so we have three of these and my son and i just fucking played with these damn balloons all night and and that like i said it was flashback to my college years because i had that same moment by myself (laughs) one time where i played with those balloons for probably a solid hour when it was just hovering above the floor it was so fascinating wow wow. so anyways that that's been my wild college years there uh where'd you go to college (laughs) or do you not want to say no no uh belleville belleville Uh, oh okay yeah, it, it's yeah. It might as well be Letter Kenny. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Victor, how's your week? Helium is a very underappreciated gas. <laughs> Read. It's also a, a a resource that's running out. We have to conserve it's, our helium. Absolutely, it's running out, and there's no way to recoup it. So, mm. uh, yeah, we should definitely uh, huh. 
Yeah, that's like a helium day or something. What's the uh, ETA on the end date on that one? Well, I don't know, but he, if you'll notice, helium prices are actually going up. Oh, I did yeah. notice yeah. that. Well, that's because... Yeah, of, inflation's huh. a bitch. Yes. Oh, make a bell go. Yeah, make no, a bell go. I that needs to be chimed. Oh, come one. on. Cheering something. How about this? That was lovely. How about Wondrous. <laughs> All right. Wondrous. That was awesome. So yeah, well done. Uh, it's 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 a it's a very uh, high commodity at the Large Hadron Collider. That's how they keep the uh, magnets uh, cooled. At, yeah. Uh, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, huh. yeah. Liquid helium, of course. So pretty soon but, uh, you won't be able to buy it at Party City anymore. I'm surprised yeah, you well, still can. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to huh. be tough soon. Is there any other uh, lighter than oxygen gas that could that would make a good substitute, Victor? Since you're a resident science expert. <laughs> Uh, well, if there was, they would have been using it, right? So, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, I think that's pretty much the only safe uh, inert gas that uh, isn't going to blow up uh, your house hmm. during a party, during a soft... Uh, well, but that might be make the party interesting. <laughs> it would be a might, blast. Definitely. Yeah, well, you can try... You oh, can you're try on a like, roll, Matt. Holy... <laughs> <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. That, that, it really uh, is like you're playing listen, with the balloon all ask, over again. We're watching. Close, <laughs> you ask anyone close to me, they'll always tell you, no one laughs harder at me than me. <laughs> the, the dad humor is strong in you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, did you, did you maybe breathe some of that in and yeah, make yeah. some funny noises and stuff? Uh, so, so I actually built a car that uh, uh, breaks hydrogen uh uh, down and, or it breaks distilled water down into hydrogen gas, and uh, it, it so that's a fun little project. Define build. Define fun. Well, it's like, Define. Okay, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, hold on. I was I was with them with the fun part. If you, if you, it's you something, pour the water into this in, into the engine, mm -hmm. and uh, and it it breaks the water down into you know into uh, it's. Yeah. to uh hydrogen, and, hydrogen and, and oxygen yeah. and uh and that and that the energy that uh is produced from uh splitting that molecule mm -hmm. uh move, moves the car it's yeah. very so exciting i get how i get how you're talking about a steam train no 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 i, I get how hydrogen fuel <laughs> vehicles work what i don't yeah. get is how you built one well i didn't build the mechanism that 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 splits the okay. molecule. Okay. I simply built the car and put all the pieces in the right place. All right. Uh, but the, the cell that that actually does the work is something that just part of the kit. I didn't actually build it. So th was this a kit where you transformed your your own gasoline powered car into a hydrogen powered car, or is this like a toy kit? We're like we're we're talking a miniature. Okay. Car. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Not a real car. Gotcha. My my Chevy Citation was uh, <laughs> not turned into <laughs> into a hydrogen car. That would be cool, though. That would be cool. I mean, hydrogen you know was, uh, hydrogen powered vehicles it was supposed to be the next thing, right? And I guess it they never caught on. Or, or well, the problem is it takes it takes energy to 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 split the molecule. Yeah. So, so you still need electricity. You, you still need electricity or batteries or something, right? So, so that's the. So, if we can figure out how to do that with the sun, mm -hmm. uh, and and you know, uh, and a reusable battery mm -hmm. that gets recharged for the sun, I think those are the those are the key things. But uh, you know, maybe we could do that as a side project. There you go. Um, so, so a quick update. A quick update. Oh yes. Pumpkin is doing a lot better. Oh, awesome! Uh, nice. Perfect. 
Yes, she's been, and like today, she's just feeling great. Uh, she spent the day outside uh, basking in the sun, and she's, uh, yeah, she's just, she's great. She's, uh, uh, you know, calling us for fights and stuff like that, and airing of grievances. <laughs> she is, uh, she's, she's, she's been doing great. You know, uh, she's going to have to go to the doctor tomorrow for for a checkup again, um, but uh, you know. Good thoughts, and oh, uh, I don't excellent. know. I don't know. She's definitely in her ninth live now, but yeah. Uh, well, but, the, the uh, folks yeah, in our Twitter every day with the, the folks in our Twitter DM group will be happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I know what Steven's been asking every week. I think <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. great news. Great news. And, and one and one last update. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Linda and I have been looking for a show to watch uh, in between, kind of you know whatever passing the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we decided to go backwards a little bit and start to watching. Uh, a bit of a, I, I don't know if I thought would have been a guilty pleasure, but it's actually turning into a pretty good show. We're enjoying it. And that's the new girl. New girl. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, I, yeah. I agree. I and actually so, just been through that one recently. Yeah. And it's seven seasons and it's 24 episodes. Seven. Seasons, so it's going to yeah. keep us busy. Yeah. It's, oh. it's only good for about the first five. Yeah, we watched it. I think it. we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> we watched it when it was uh, aired, like at yeah, the time. originally of, aired. Yeah. yeah. And I think we got through three or three four. Or four. Of them. I didn't yeah. even know it went out. It was okay. Seven. It was yeah. okay. There was some some st- good stuff in it, uh, but yeah, it, it's great. It's a great filler. It's I for so we're in season one, and mm-hmm. so first I thought it would have been okay. Uh, like first a couple episodes. At first I thought they'd have it like a different black guy in every episode, but mm-hmm. then they settled down, and it was just. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened for two episodes. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but that, when you're watching it and you're thinking what's going on, and they're not really giving us an explanation, uh, you're thinking that it's just going to continue. So because yeah, uh, the one uh, coach is Damon Wayans' son. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. anyway, anyway, so it's just just throwing that out there that that's what we're doing now mm-hmm. with uh, when there's kind of time mm-hmm. to kill. Um, but yeah, so good week just because uh, above all, pumpkins doing great. Awesome. Good to hear. Well, uh, so, I mean, I'll give an update to our week. A lot's happened upstairs. So this was an exciting week where cabinets got installed. So it was very, very hard for me to get any work done downstairs with everything (laughs) going on upstairs. Just always wanted to go upstairs and take Uh. pictures and look at what they were doing because it's one of those times where, like, we went for a couple of weeks where not a lot happened to, boom, now it looks like like this empty room looks like a kitchen. We call it the showroom. Yeah, it's a showroom now because it's got cabinets. It's got nice lighting. It's the brightest that room's ever been because 40 year old home there were a lot of dark corners and a lot of different like divisions in the house and stuff. And it just made it for a very dark kind of, uh, uh, environment. Now, like there's hardly any shadows. It's, it's probably, well, I wouldn't say it's too bright, but it's very bright. <laughs> <laughs> are the, I'm curious, are the workers and stuff, are they coming in? What kind of precautions are, are they taking any? So because COVID we're, and everything, yeah, because we're downstairs and, and, and we, we, we put a door up down here. So we're down here working and living and, and, uh, upstairs the, the workers are working. So when they come, we share a hall with like a, a breezeway. So everyone comes in into a common area. So everyone wears a mask in the common area and then the workers go upstairs and we tell them they can, you know, if they're comfortable with each other and they don't need to wear masks, that's up to them. We're downstairs and we don't wear yeah. masks. But if we go up to check on the work, we do mask up. 
and uh, the only uh, so if, uh, the odd time they've had to come down here, like the electrician has to come down to look at the panel. He masks up or the plumber needed to come down to turn okay. off the water. They mask up. But yeah. So we, we also have it um, like we, we're doing this over two months. So the and no one's overlapping each other. Yeah. So everybody has contractors their own are all being frame. separate. Yeah. And and also, uh, yeah. So Tanya did a good job of, uh, of scheduling all that work to be kind of as separate as possible. It's it's happening at a leisure pace. Um, and also our, our furnace hasn't been on. It's been great. We've been lucky because it's been so warm. We haven't needed the furnace on. So there's no like air circulating from upstairs to downstairs or anything. So it's, it's been, you know, it's worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree on nice weather. I'm still in my addition here, even for these. Um, I know it looks like I'm outside, but I'm not, but there's yeah. no insulation in the room I'm in. So I keep wondering how long I'm going to last out here. Yeah, I think we've probably seen the last of the 20 degree days, 80, 80 <laughs> for our American friends. Um, but, you know, we're still in the in the teens, low teens, I guess. Uh, and I don't know what that would be in Fahrenheit, but that's still, you know. Shorts weather. Yeah, it's well for me. I'm still wearing shorts for sure. Uh, I, I, I begrudgingly put on a few uh, pair of jeans a couple of times last week when it cooled down quite a bit. But I'm back in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so a lot's happened there and a lot's happened with this podcast too. So I want to say uh, this is season three. And so uh, to begin season three, we have a sponsor. Big news. We have a sponsor. So I'd like to welcome to the produce stand family, Dennis Guggen. He's the owner and proprietor of Dennis Guggen's custom Funko Pop culture collectible vinyl figures. <laughs> Doesn't roll off the tongue quite quite well, but uh, if you don't know what a Funko Pop is, well, look it up. I'm not your Google, but for the rest of you, check out Dennis's work. He creates custom Funko Pop characters of anyone you can think of. Uh, some of my favorites include uh, Eddie Van Halen. He's done a bunch of those. Mike Tyson, Eminem, uh, the entire cast of Letter Kenny, and you. That's right. You can have your own custom Funko Pop of someone you love or hate if that's your kink. Either way, Dennis is your man. Check out his work on Facebook or Instagram at DG Pop Customs. Drop him a line if you're interested in a custom Funko Pop of your own. Uh, Dennis' latest creation is Hillary Burton as Peyton Sawyer from the pilot episode of One Tree Hill. It's very specific. but uh, Super specific. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll post a, p- a picture of it uh, below this episode when... Uh, when I post the uh, podcast, but uh, check out his work. It's really good. And, uh, uh, you know, throw him some love. He's, he's uh, going to help us out for this for season three. He's going to be our, our uh, sponsor. So uh, welcome Dennis. Thank you very much for, for your support. Hey, I wonder if he can do pumpkin. Uh, I think he, he's kind of restricted to <laughs> human <laughs> uh, characters unless. But, may- but I love these. Kind of, I mean, I've seen these things in, in stores and stuff where I've checked his work. It's really good. But mm-hmm. these, these things are, to me are just fun little items. Like, you Absolutely. Guys and things like that. I think are just hilarious little things to get. And um, and, and come yeah. on, who wouldn't love to have a, 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 a an action figure made of you? You know, of oh, yourself. Yeah. Right. So these aren't action figures, but they're, you know, oh. Oh, look, Victor's got one right now. What is that? Oh, that's Flash. So oh, Victor's you do have one, yeah. holding up a Funko Flash. <laughs> Very cool. These things are just fun. Yeah. So eventually, <laughs> so eventually we're going to have uh, <coughs> Funko characters of, of each of us. So uh, looking forward to seeing what those look like. And uh, thank you again. Thank you, Dennis, for your support. Uh, speaking of support, uh, we've got uh, 11 new Twitter uh, followers this week. So Casey from Harrisonburg, Virginia. E. Hansen, Jack from Melbourne, Victoria, Jay King, Fallen from Indiana, Cecilia from Haley, Idaho, 
Lisa Foster from Terre Haute, Indiana. Andrew Scheuer. Mickey with three Ys. Four Ys, I think, actually. Jack Frost from Centralia, Washington. And Chad Jones from Mesquite, Texas. That's my favorite uh, wing sauce, Mesquite. I love it. Thank you all for for the follow. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we had our season two recap with our friend Dean Giles. Giles or Giles? I always... (laughs) Giles, Giles from the How Are You Now podcast. This was brain fart. Sorry, it's Dean. Giles, and it's it's Giles, and it's Gift. I don't think no, he's going to come back if you keep. That, no, that's that up, that's Al. what messed me up. <laughs> There's an argument in the Twitter DM group over GIF, and and the winner is I was right. No the record, you're not right. The winner is hard G for GIF, soft G for Giles, and that was just throwing me off no, because did you of. Do not see the the CNN. Yeah, fake news. Art- yeah, he's <laughs> laughing at you. He's just laughing exactly. At you. Uh, last week we had our season two recap with our friend Dean Giles from the How Are You Now podcast. This week we begin our recap and review of season three, starting with episode one, Sled Shack. So we begin with the cold open. Oh wait, Matt, did you do your homework? Yeah, we went over this. I did. You did. Well, Follow the script here, Tanya. Did you do your homework? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Victor, did you do uh, your homework? I didn't do that right. Yes, yes, yes. I, 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 <laughs> yes. I did. I watched it with uh, Linda. Did you? What, today or yesterday? Or y- Yesterday, yeah. No, no. I, yeah. My my routine is to watch it the day before. Yeah. Has, has William stopped watching it with you? Um, He watches it sometimes. Mm-hmm. We invited him to watch it, but he was doing his own thing. So mm-hmm. whatever. No pressure. Okay, here we go. We start with the cold open, uh, which in this case is uh, very apropos because it's wintertime in uh, Letterkenny. Uh, just like the season opener in season two, this season op- opener starts with some alphabet aerobics. And this time yes, Tanya yeah. caught on. Uh, oh. <laughs> what? You did. <laughs> you so kind of made I. that sound like a burn. Yeah, they were both lost. <laughs> I know. We were both out to lunch in the last season. <laughs> I caught it. I caught it. So uh, here's a taste of uh, just a little bit of it from M to Q. <laughs> Muffs. Earmuffs. Mittens and mucus medicine. The mighty maniacal mother nature makes milder, mellower, and meltier moves. Motivate your mates like the moose Mark Messier. Maybe mix a martini for your maiden if you bet your match. Nature. Naturally nippy, but that's nothing new up north. Normal naturistic narrative, not national news. Overcast. Overcoats and overshoes, obviously. Polar. Parkas and pullovers, particularly. Tried quail. A quantity of quality quilts <laughs> is quaint and quasi-quintessential to avoid quivering and quash quarreling of quarantine to one's quarters. Try quail. I had to do Q because I was very impressed with how many <laughs> words they, they got for so, Q. I swear, I want to try that. If we can find this script somewhere, <laughs> I want to try this, Al. Like, uh, I don't care if it's from season two or season three. I, I just, I want to see, I, I, it's got to be so fucking challenging to do Oh, that. I'm sure. Watching him, because you look at, like, he looks like he's got his eyes closed as he's doing it, for one. Yeah. He probably doesn't, but he looks like it. They, they've got to be reading so from a prompter when they're doing that. And, they've yeah. got to be. Just, just so you got to understand, though, that this is his craft. He's a professional. It's like hearing somebody, you know, play virtuoso piano or or some other instrument and saying, "Oh, let me try that." Well, no, you can't because that's you're not good at that. I, I agree. <laughs> I just, I'm, just I'm so impressed by it. I just, yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to take the challenge. Have you guys ever oh. watched any of the blooper reels on on YouTube? Of this show, no. Oh, they're great. They're great, and it, and. 
it's just them cracking up all the time because, well, <laughs> as you would expect, like some of the stuff that they say is so ridiculous, but it's so much fun to watch. Uh, I highly recommend uh, going down a YouTube rabbit hole. They, I think after each season, they post uh, blooper reels for for that season. So uh, definitely worth a watch. Maybe I'll uh, post uh, links to uh, bloopers for seasons one and two so uh, you guys can check them out. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, after the music plays, scene one. Uh, this one starts in high gear as the Hicks make a slow-mo entrance into a bar on the res, and a brawl immediately ensues as Tannis watches while having a cigarette. Uh, after the fight, uh, the Hicks make their deal for venison pepperettes and cigarettes, shake hands, and have shots with Tannis while she and Wayne catch up on, on matters. Guess those idiots won't be bothering us anymore. How are you now? Please don't talk to me like a fucking Hick. That's bad. Are you serious with that fucking turtleneck? You lose a lot of heat in the neck. I'm okay if that's what you're asking. That's what I'm asking. I wasn't ready to have a kid. Well, that is your choice to make. Goddamn right it's my choice. Sure it is. I'm glad I took care of it. Well, that is your right. Goddamn right it's my right. I'm not even sure if it was yours, but thank you. Thanks for the smokes and pepperettes. I'll see you when I see you, boo. Over and out. <laughs> I love that. Uh, great scene. Uh, if there was any question about the political leaning of this show, <laughs> this scene should probably, you know, lay those arguments to rest. I mean, uh, a, a show as silly as Letterkenny kind of handling abortion in the way they did right there, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's perfect. I, I, I really appreciated that. What did you think? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was very well done. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a good tap to a. A strange scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, just because the the whole the whole intro to the fight kind of you're kind of wh- what's, what are, what's on? going yeah. on? What are these? <laughs> yeah, what's they're, the they're walking into a bar happening? and a bar's and a fight starts right away. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. It, so what it looks like is uh, maybe Tannis called on the Hicks to come and and help them get rid of some degens or something like that. That's what it looked like. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, it's just it was a great start. Um, I, I, I will I will admit I was a little confused at first. I'm like, what's causing this fight? And then it all came together. Yeah. Um, again, I, I, I'm totally crushing on Tannis in this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then they le- le- left with pepperettes, and I got hungry. <laughs> 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 they were probably venison pepperettes too, since that, since Squirrely Dan and and uh, and Derry made such a big deal of that in season two. Uh, also, in this scene, we hear the first but not the last time. Uh, somebody comments on Wayne's turtleneck, and he and he here's a first word of wisdom. Wayne's word of wisdom for season three: They lose a lot of heat in the neck. <laughs> you lose a lot of heat in the de- in the neck. So true, <laughs> so true. So you know what's funny? So you posted something today about this, and I was like, I was on Twitter, and I was going to respond. I was looking for um, more gifs, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I, I feel like they're actually quite limited. So gifs. <laughs> so there's a lot of them out there, but they really sort of. They repeat themselves yeah and I'm like there's repeat. so much more content like can someone i'm gonna put i mean i don't know how to do this i'm sure it's easy but i'm not gonna do it but can somebody please start making more <laughs> using more content from this show i need more to work with if i had more time i would because I, I was looking for an animated gif for uh <laughs> for this episode and i couldn't find one uh, i was looking for sushis and sashimi yeah <laughs> yeah i know there's there's a lot of classic lines in this you're, one but you're, yeah you're, you're ahead of yourself yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, scene. Sees, uh, scene two. You just got so excited. I know you're so giddy about this. <laughs> scene number two. Ten percent off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take take ten percent off of that. There. Yeah. Uh, out on the lake in their ice fishing hut, the Hicks have a beer. Derry has a bit of a cough, and uh, Squirrely Dan expresses concern. Got the cold, there, Derry's. 
Mm, just cough. Well, you know what this says. If you don't take care of a cold, she'll stay for seven days. If you take care of it, she'll be gone in a week. Yep, we can't promise summers, but we'll guarantee winters. You fucking serious with that turtleneck? I lose a lot of heat in the neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> did, did anyone else realize, and I feel bad because I, I've, I've now probably watched or listened to this episode four times. Only in the last time did I realize when uh, Wayne says this. If you don't take care of a cold, she'll stay for seven days. If you take care of it, she'll be gone in a week. They're both the same. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> yeah, notice that? I, I didn't know that. I didn't notice. funny about it. Well, uh, it's more. It's funnier now. Yeah, but before I just thought it was amusing, but now it's it's really funny because yeah, seven it's days. Like the it's the same thing. One half of the. Other yeah. No, I know. I didn't like, get that. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the same result. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I just. Uh, <laughs> I had a. I guess a a, a dumb moment there. Um, so. The Hicks go on to talk about Jive and Pete fishing with the D-Gens from upcountry, talking about the fish Pete pulled, pulled from the lake. Uh, Squirrely Dan begins to feel hungry, and Derry says he's got some white fish in the cooler and that he caught earlier in the day. But Wayne argues with him that he didn't catch it or else he would still be talking about it. He likely brought it from home. Uh, Squirrely Dan laments uh, uh, that they have nothing to even cook it on. You going to let that stop you? What do you mean? Have you ever heard of sashimis? Sashimis. Oh, I got time for sashimis. What about sushi? Sushis. Oh, I got so much time for sushis. Yeah, just pull it out, hack it up, down the hatch. No, no, I, I knows what it is. I just, I just don't think he needs to put an S on the end of that one. <laughs> Uh, Squirrely Dan chastising someone for using unnecessary S's at the end of words is really the funniest part of this. Uh, of Just how uncomfortable he gets. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, the Hicks continue with the sushis talk uh, to mess. Now they're just messing with Squirrely Dan. Hey, Derry, you ever had sushis with shrimps? Yeah. You ever had sushis with your nuggies? Yeah. That's eels. Oh, I know that's eels. I just, I'm pretty sure you don't need Zanass to pluralize those words. Hey, Derry, you ever had sashimis with salmon? Oh, yeah, you ever had sashimis with tunas? Yeah, with wasabis. Oh, yeah, I love wasabis. I like wasabis, too. If I asked you politely to stop this, would you do it? Oh, you can have yellowfin tunas, bluefin tunas. I think tunas makes the best sashimis. I think I'm having a panic attack. Well, the Japanese call the bluefin tunas the guru tunas. Those kind of like the default tunas that they use in sushis. Yeah, but Toro is more expensive tunas, but it makes the best sashimis. Oh, it's way better than salmon. Hi. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, yeah. This is the brilliance of Letter Kenny. Uh, to somebody who doesn't know this show, that scene means nothing. But because they've set up Squirrely Dan in such a way, that scene is everything. It's so funny. And he is so on the mark. Yeah. Like everything about his body language, yeah. the things he's saying, yeah. he's just. You feel for him because he's so uncomfortable yeah. about that whole conversation. <laughs> but he's also being such a hypocrite. <laughs> I know. I get it. But it's just it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, finally, Squirrely Dan tries to change the subject and asks when Katie will return from the cities. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne says she'll be back when she's good and ready. She'll figure it out. Derry thinks she'll be back for sledding season. Katie loves sledding. Squirrely Dan's just relieved that the subject has finally su successfully been changed. Uh, then Derry asks Wayne if it chaps his ass that there's only one shackle uh, on the sled trail in Letterkenny. Uh, Wayne supposes that it, there, there could be another stop on the trail for a social. Uh, Wayne's surprised that they are not building a new shack right now. Derry thinks it's about time they stop talking about it and, do, and build it. 
Oh, we could just throw up the structure and get all the materials off selling $2 cans. $2 socials. Yeah, we could sell whitefish sashimis, help expedite the process. <laughs> oh, we could get real stinky and sell perch and walleye sushis. And, of course, the return of sushi talk puts Squirrely Dan over the edge. Hey! Walleye. <laughs> perch. And white fish are not juicy <laughs> or shashimi raid. That exhale right at the end is just <laughs> priceless. Did, did anyone else get a bit of a Chris Farley vibe there? Like yeah. he could have just gone off? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I could see that. So does this mean that he recognizes he puts S on everything? No, I don't think it does. I don't think he's, he, I think it just means that for some reason he, he doesn't. Stru- no, he <laughs> struggles to have that sentence come out without any S's. So uh, that tells me he knows he sticks S's on everything. Oh, maybe. But I think w- he was just having a bit of a panic attack. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, it's so amazing how, yeah, he puts S's on everything, but they so very carefully chose all words that you wouldn't put an S on. Yeah. And then throw them on. And it just, it worked so perfectly from beginning to end of that scene. Yeah, it was really well done. So uh, Wayne agrees. He says you'd have to be do a lot of pot to accomplish that sort of appetite. But then to prove him wrong, Derek grabs a piece of raw white fish from the cooler and eats it. See, uh, scene three. Jonesy and Riley are outside the arena, psyching themselves out before they walk in. Pre-game Sandos. Check, buddy. Pre-game Nappies. Check, bro. Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em 6 for motivation. Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em 6. Child Tourney for game situation visualization. Second Child Tourney for peak performance imagery. Pre-game dump? No pre-game dump. Ooh, no pre-game cruncher. No pre-game deucer. Better go drop a hot bomb. Better go release a chocolate hostage. Better bust a grumpy. Better go call in a code brown. Better go boost one. Eat, sleep, boost. Caffeine? <laughs> Creatine? Check. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> Chocolate hostage. <laughs> That's just so wrong. So, uh, I mean, we're all parents here. Uh, I, this isn't the first use of Code Brown I've ever heard, but it's usually, oh. for me, it's usually referred when we go to like a Great Wolf Lodge or some place where there's a pool with a lot of kids and everyone gets told to evacuate the pool because some kids dropped a deuce in, in the I think pool. that was exactly in a movie. the same thing. That's a Code Brown. That's that's what that is. Yeah. yeah, that was in a movie. Was it? I think so. It was a well, kid's movie. I know it's happened in our presence, not with our kid, but uh, oh, uh, yeah. Never want to see a floater. <laughs> uh, the hockey players slow-mo walk into the arena and are immediately accosted by adoring fans asking for autographs and taking their pictures. Something is definitely different from that last season. Uh So you cut to a leaderboard on the wall showing both Riley and Jonesy at the top of the league in penalty minutes by a mile and goals and assists. They both have scored 46 goals and 46 assists. Presumably they're assisting on each other's goals. Uh, But then the camera pans over to the league standings and uh, the Letterkenny Irish are dead last in the league with zero wins and 15 losses. So not only, yeah, not only they have 46 goals and assists each, but they've done that in 15 games, which is insane. <laughs> and still didn't score enough goals to win. Yeah, exactly. And are still fucking rock stars. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Scene four. The Hicks are back in Wayne's kitchen uh, planning on how to build the shack. 
All right, how are we going to fuck this pig? Well, you're going to want to start with dimensions. What are you thinking there? 14 by 16. Oh, you want to play dodgeball in their dairy? 14 by 16. Well, that's five me's, five you's, and five dairies. You want to play three-team dodgeball in there, Dan? Call it 12 by 14. You want to play fucking dodgeball in their dairy? 12 by 14. That's four me's, four you's, and four dairies. You want to play two-team dodgeball with one sub each in there, Dan? What about eight by 10? Oh, I'd fuck with eight by 10. Now, you're not playing no dodgeball and no eight by 10s. I never want to play no dodgeball, no eight by 10. Oh, I got so much time for eight by 10. Eight by 10, that's three me's, three you's, and two dairies. Comfortably? <laughs> you're cozy. Want some wiggle room in there? Mm, call it eight by 10. Call it a Texas size 10 for good buddy. That would be a very cozy shack, eight by 10. I, if you... I'm, so I was measuring the space I'm in right now. <laughs> no, but like I was doing it recently because I'm looking uh-huh. to carpet this bitch. Okay. And um, what? No hardwood. Ten by twenty. Come on, I'm no sorry? vinyl. No hardwood. No. No. <laughs> Fuck hardwood. Uh, but I'm like, so it was about half of that, and I was just as I was listening to that, I'm looking around the room like ten, eight. What did I say? Eight by ten. Yeah. I'm eight like by ten. That, that's a good. That's a that's a good size space. For Victor's got, Victor's a got the tape, tape measure. What, what's with the measuring tape there, Victor? Are you measuring for some flooring too? Are your pants on? <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, it's not. It's not a lot. Eight by ten is yeah. not. <laughs> it is a lot. Okay, if you're six foot, lay down and then stretch your okay, arms. One out. of those pop out gazebos is ten by ten, so yeah, it's yeah. basically uh, two two feet shorter. If you're outside, you want a nice little tidy tidy little place to warm up quickly uh, an eight by ten is perfectly reasonable for a, a shed shack a sled shack for sure i'm not sure i can fit like a train track inside <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's victor's uh measuring stick uh so uh just just as they're talking uh blonde katie arrives from the city hi hey are you now Good and you? Not so bad. You fucking serious with that turtleneck? Lose a lot of heat in the neck. <laughs> you fucking serious with that hair? I figured it. You figure it out. Where you been? Modeling. How's that for you? Boring. Okay. There's no money in it. Wish goals? Monkey could do it. Good enough. Misled in season two. I told you she misled in season. I just want to search figured out. Mm. You figure it out. Figured it out. My favorite part of that scene is how how uh, excited Squirrely Dan is to see Katie right at the beginning when he goes. Hey. <laughs> he's like he could like oh a little too excited i better tone it down for because wayne's probably looking at me from the back <laughs> so uh, katie is not alone she has brought two friends from the city with her uh shep and kingsley uh, to which squirrely respond uh, squirrely dan responds those are dudes' names. <laughs> Derry, <laughs> Derry I think, forgot about these assholes. <laughs> oh man. Derry thinks they sound like dog names. Wayne doesn't like where this is going. The male models remove their winter coats but have no shirts on. That's my typo there. Uh, this doesn't improve Wayne's mood. Uh, Wayne and, and Squirrely Dan ask where their fucking shirts are. Shep and, and Kingsley say their shirts were ripped because they're so fat, which they aren't. Not the slightest. Uh, Wayne tells them to put a fucking shirt on. Scene number five. In the hockey arena dressing room, Coach is is being Coach, uh, kicking around the trash can and yelling. I don't know what happened to you, Dusters, but fuck me, do you fuck dog! Walking around pouting like your little sister took your last Oreo. And not a traditional Oreo. No, a limited edition Oreo or seasonal Oreo. They're going to take off the shelf for another year. Coach loves his cookie metaphors. Uh, 
he uh, proceeds to berate all of the senior players except for Jonesy and Riley. My boys, I skipped curfew call for you last night because I knew you'd be doing legs and I didn't want to interrupt. We've been doing legs two days since the first week of summer, coach. Blocked every wheelchair ramp in the arena so we have to do stairs. <laughs> Tenacity. You can't teach that. No, I never thought those pheasants would fuck the dog so hard that you two would become my studs. Thanks, Thanks coach. coach. So now we know what so, happened. So quick, quick. So I had a, an epiphany in mm-hmm. this one, and maybe I just was too dumb to catch on before. What kind of fucking league are they in? Because I always assumed, I, I, I guess I didn't put it together that the old, that the senior guys, they're all married and shit and mm-hmm. older. Yeah. I think I thought that they were all in like a high school level league and that was the seniors, but no, I no. missed no, that no. completely. No, so this... what kind of league is this with a coach that's, that's passionate? Mm-hmm. It's probably just a house league. Yeah. It's... He's just a bad coach. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like even like, oh, so when house when, league at that age isn't it just a beer league. There's no fucking coach. You're just friends no, hanging out. There there are leagues out there, uh, beyond. There's, so there's house leagues with coaches. Yeah, the the league Riley and Jonesy were in prior to this was probably a league that could have still meant they they'd have like an NHL career. But the league they're in now, there's no chance. That's this is just them playing at the string. This is just them, you know, uh, it's, it's almost a beer league, but it's still organized, you know, and still, yeah. still got coaches. And fair enough. Did I ever tell you, I, I used, I, I coached a hockey team at one point. You did. Yeah. Oh, it was a beer league team. Okay. I, uh, now, my buddies, my buddies all played. They asked me to be the coach. Now, so by co- a, I, sorry, sorry. By coach did they Did you, they just expect you to bring the beer? <laughs> Well, I, I, I got, I did drink right, and I wore a suit and I yelled at the ref. That's pretty much what I did oh, every okay. week. It's great. <laughs> they would, they would escort me across the ice. Like, like, you know, you do. And, uh, no, it was fantastic. No, they don't. I would just, I, I swear to God, this is a, this is a true story. I, I, I would wear a suit every time the other teams thought I was an asshole and I would just yell at players and, and, and did. raz the, raz everyone and yell at refs. I almost got thrown out a couple times because were you hired like, Who as the fuck are you? The, were you Did hired as a coach? A coach? Or? Yeah, I was just no, going to no, ask. No, there were no coaches in this so, league. So you were hired as an actor. Yeah, basically. Okay, so this was basically <laughs> wrestling, where sometimes a team tag team comes out with a manager. You were, yes. you're, you're, and that manager just like interferes. That. You were the, yeah. you were the mouth of the South. You were just there with a the megaphone and, and, and yelling yeah. at, the, at the refs. They were just, they brought me on for entertainment purposes, and I just, <laughs> I just razzed people the whole time. It was so, fun. So you were Bobby the Brain Heenan. Well, I, <laughs> sure. I, I was going to say Bobby Heenan, but I was thinking more Mouth of the South because he was a little more, more kind of obnoxious and, and, and annoying. Well, I think they're both obnoxious. Or Captain Lou Albano. Was I was another. certainly annoying, though. Yes. <laughs> well done. So basically, your buddies just uh, like liked, uh, drinking beer with you, but because you couldn't play hockey, they found a role for you anyway. You got it, buddy. Those are good friends. Those are good friends. <laughs> Uh, dis- despite Riley and Jonesy being the new surprising coaches, darlings and the team's two top players, there's still the matter of the team being winless. But I need one win. One W. What are you going to do to get me that? Selfish hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. Break it down. <laughs> Skate the puck. Don't pass it. Headman's still going to be there when you catch up with Take it coast to coast. Shots from poor angles are still shots. Fuck and a half, two minute shifts. Three minutes even. Cruise the blue line to catch your breath. Bad balance, that's a good breakaway. Gotta get the bounces, boys. Perfect. 
and a retaliation penalty never hurt anyone. What's our mantra? They don't ask how, they ask how many. That's right. After Jonesy and Riley rhyme off every rule in the book that goes against conventional wisdom, the coach takes one last moment to yell at Boomtown for having the audacity to tape his stick, saying he doesn't need tape because the only players that should be handling the puck are Jonesy and Riley. <laughs> Next scene, the Hicks have found the location for their shack, but before they get to work, Katie calls, uh, asking to borrow some clothes from, from her brother. For her friends, uh, Wayne says to give them barn clothes, but Katie says they stink. Uh, Katie says they don't have any clothes of their own, or they, nor do they have money because models are always broke. And Wayne agrees to give them the hand-me-downs he got from Dan's second cousin, Garrett, not Jarrett. Uh, <laughs> the models are already wearing the only shirts that will fit them because they're so fat, which they're not. Uh, scene seven, we see the skids for the first time without Devin. Stuart wants to know why uh, Devin would leave. He had everything here. Hours upon hours of ultra-competitive gaming laced with hip-hop karaoke. Had a dash of late-night loitering. And a splash of petty vandalism. And what have you got? <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> Arcadia. Kingdom come! Uh, this is Rold's coming out party, literally. But uh, yeah, it, it's so good. Uh, turns out Devin hated the petty vandalism. That's why he left. Uh, Stuart throws a tantrum and smashes a bunch of Devin's belongings. Uh, suddenly, someone dressed as a clown wearing a mask walks into the skid's lair and unleashes a couple of stink bombs and then runs off. Stuart thinks it's Devin. Scene eight, back out in the woods, the Hicks admire the fruits of their labor. The shack is done with the help of Tyson and Joint Boy because more hands make less work. Uh, they fire up the generator and test out the motion sensor. Everything works. So they christen the shack and uh, there's a sign on the door advertising fresh, fresh chassi, uh, sushis and shashimis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, scene nine, back at the arena, Jonesy and Riley are admiring the game they just played. Riley had a Gordie Howe hat trick. Uh, Victor, would you like to uh, translate? Sure. That's a goal, assist, and a fight. At least, because I think he had more than that. But yes, a goal, assist, a fight is called a Gordie Howe yeah. hat trick. Uh, they had and, and by the way, Gordie Howe, I think, only had maybe one in his whole career, and or maybe two most. So, But they still so named, named some, it after him. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they They had 18 shots they had ovechkin numbers they each played duncan keith numbers no less than 38 minutes each uh but the team still lost nine to four uh they're beginning to realize that perhaps getting a win would be better than the unreal stats so they, they decide to hold a players only meeting uh riley asks the seniors whom they're now calling pheasants uh what the uh, problem is my wife left me you little bitch it was like someone ran a coarse glove hustle on my love muscle yorkie same parts. Feels like someone fork-gored my pork sword. Schultzy. She's gone. Feels like someone took a big snackers on my little knackers. Pussy. Fifth. <laughs> Out the door. Feels like someone slammed a super soccer kick into my Ron Donnie launch long. Boom down. I'm an only child. As coach previously and pitilessly pointed out. I'd kill for a little <laughs> Natisha, Tamsin, Tyronda, DeSondra, or Laurent Sean in my life. But someone did steal my last NASCAR Daytona Oreo. That wasn't funny! But you all love your wives. What happened, boys? Just as they say that, Angie walks in. She congratulates the seniors on an unreal game. 
and lets one of them take her out for a sando. Angie? That's my girl, you little bitch. She makes me want to rub slick on my disco stick. Yorkie? Correction, Barts. She's mine. She makes me want to go Warcraft all over my man shaft. Schultz. Mine. <laughs> she makes me want to take a low fiver to my deep V diver. Pussy. Fisky. Uh-uh. She's mine. She makes me want to take a fresh root to my flesh flute. Boomtown. You all have sisters. <laughs> I, I hope you're kind to of them. I hope you cherish them. <laughs> this one's mine! Oh, I love Boomtown. The seniors start fighting with each other over Angie, and Riley and Jonesy see the problem. They have a puck bunny. Uh, any comments on that at all? I honestly, it's so that was a good scene, I, and that was one of their better scenes because all in, I don't really like mm-hmm. that little routine they do with the handoff. I mean, Boomtown, Boomtown's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's the only but, kind of funny one in that. Yeah, yeah, but when they go in rotation, especially when they do it more than once, I yeah. lose interest very I, yeah. quickly in those scenes. It was super funny the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, they have, but they still have moments. Yeah. They still have moments throughout the series where it works, but yeah. most of the time I lose interest in that very quickly. I agree. This episode at work. I agree until it gets to Boomtown. He's usually the, the, the payoff. Like you have to listen to the other four before Boomtown because Boomtown is usually the one who like delivers. Uh, <laughs> all right. Scene 10. It's uh, nighttime and the Hicks arrive at their sled shack and they find it trashed. I don't appreciate this. Well, we're going to fuck this pig. We find who did it. And we beat the shit out of them. And we cut to black. And that last voice you heard was Rosie, who was riding. Welcome back, Rosie. Riding with Wayne on the back of his sled. And that's the end of the episode. So Rosie was the one that had the dog. Yes. Right? Okay. Correct. Just double check. That's that's, that's when, uh, you know... The season ended with a triangle. Mm-hmm. That's a Texas where, size 10 4 right yeah. there. It, Wayne yeah. was in love with Rosie, but then Angie walked in, wanted him back, and then Tan And then he called. got the call. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the bunny? Is that Angie? Puck Bunny is Angie, yes. Which was yeah. Wayne's old yes. ex. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Just follow. We're all on the same page now. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Now that I'm all caught up, just changed. <laughs> now that I'm all caught up, I'm just gonna uh, I, uh, with the limericks. I'm I'm now on the episode, so I'm gonna read you my episode limerick for this one. Oh, you're just setting yourself up, aren't you? I then? know. Here we go. In letter Kenny, winter's guaranteed. So a sl- sled shack is built to fill a need. Uh, one night, this the shack gets wrecked. Sure, as Wayne wears turtlenecks, the Hicks will pay back this misdeed. Anyway, I should probably read that before I drink. Yeah, so you're not getting no snaps for that one. (laughs) No. I I like the limerick, but based on that reading, uh, Matt's challenge is going to be... You know what I should should give Matt? I'll I'll give it to Matt to read next time. How's that? I'm in. All right. What do you guys think? Let's uh, let's go in order here. We're just initial thoughts. No ratings, but this is the part where we start arguing. Tanya. (laughs) Uh, I I, I could have done without the hockey. Mm. Could have done without the coach. I, I, I laugh at you guys laughing at it, actually. <laughs> but I don't find that I find the show actually all that funny. I laugh at a couple of things, but you guys, you guys, you yeah. guys laughing. Makes me... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm like uh, the whole thing with Katie and the models. I'm like, what? And then the coach yelling at them all. And then the whole circle with the boomtown thing. Okay. No, no, just no. Oh, sorry. 
I didn't. No. I didn't find it. Boo. I didn't Matt. find it. So took a deep breath I, before he spoke. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Tanya, I feel like we're struggling to stay friends here. But it's okay. There's still love. There's still love. Um, sort yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this one's fun. Like, I mean, they, they reintroduced most of the characters mm -hmm. and I think they did it right. Like I said, even with the senior, um, t the senior hockey players there, I didn't hate them in this roundabout. I normally do. Mm -hmm. Um, but they did it well. Like that, the, the scenes earlier with like the whole <clears throat> sushis and sashimis that, that to me ranks up. There's one of the best scenes in the series to date. Along with the uh, was it the cold open? Mm -hmm. um, the the oh. attentions paid, yeah, yeah. Yes, the yeah. attentions paid one, yeah. That that was to me the best, and this is right up there in that mm -hmm. level. Like it was just so well crafted, mm -hmm. well written, and like again, I, the body language, everything's so intentional in everything that they do in this show, and I and I fucking love that about it. So I think overall, I think this one just really worked. I think they brought back a lot of characters in the right way without like without killing their killing their their gimmicks too much um so no i really enjoyed it and you you like the alphabet aerobics that they oh, did at the beginning yeah, yeah you called it out if you hadn't said alphabet aerobics i was gonna say it but yeah. you says it so uh <laughs> we's good victors yeah so i'm gonna come to to uh, tanya's defense here and say that she didn't say anything wrong um Ooh. so this this episode was a good episode and and there's more good scenes than bad scenes mm -hmm. For me, for me, really, there's just two kind of scenes that stand out as stinkers, uh, and everything else was good to great. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the two scenes I have issues with. So one is the hockey scene where, um, where they, you know, the coach basically talks them to play selfish hockey. Uh, so unless I'm missing something here, if the coach wants wins so badly, why is he asking asking them to go against convention? I don't get that. I mean, maybe I'm missing the joke there. Uh, it, not making sense. And then the other scene, uh, it was with the skids. I, I took real uh, offense to the guitar being smashed up, so I didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, you would. Uh, so I, I, I feel like uh, there was some uh, disregard and disrespect uh, to some uh, petty violence. Uh, so you took that so one personally. Yeah, I, wow. I took that. I took that one personally. I didn't oh, like it. Uh, and and um, and you know how I how I feel about the skids just in general. And it was I appreciated the fact that they didn't spend too much time there, but but it was still it was just a bit of a throwaway for me. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, but the rest of it was for me good to golden. Hmm. Uh, obviously, the sushi scene was brilliant. <laughs> just uh, you know. <laughs> it was brilliant. We already talked about it. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the rest of the, the rest, of, and, and I love how, so for me, the first part of the episode was very kind of sketch, sketch comedy, right? Mm -hmm. Where with this, it, which was fine. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And then I felt that I was actually watching a drama unfold. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the second half of the episode, and then even the way it ended, it's like, oh, well, what's going on? There's a little mystery here. Uh, so, uh, I wanted to actually keep watching. I wanted to watch the next episode. Well, and, there you um, go. That's good. Rarely, ra rarely did I feel like that uh, at the end of um, just typical episodes. So I, I, I definitely uh, liked it. 
Well, bad yeah. news for Tanya, who didn't really appreciate the hockey part, but the next episode is called Puck Bunny. So I think we're going to get a continuation of that story. Uh, so in terms of, uh, I mean, my, my thoughts on this episode, uh, strong, strong opening, uh, alphabet aerobics, love it. Sushi scene, iconic scene. Like it's up there. Like I'm with Matt. It, it ranks up there with some of their top scenes so far. Um, mostly the acting, the writing's fun too, but mostly the acting yeah. in that one. Oh, I, and Al, I agree. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's more the delivery yeah. Yeah. than the, than the dialogue in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And that scene was, was right on that bar. Yeah. I love, uh, see, I really enjoyed the hockey angle, uh, because I liked seeing the, the difference now, like Jonesy and Riley have been such kind of fuck ups up until now. And now it's their t- turn to be, all they had to do was was stop hating on leg day and who knew that once they respected leg day they could have achieved they could achieve their potential like if they were still in juniors maybe they could have made the nhl had they taken leg day more seriously right uh the 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 locker room stuff you know them calling a players only meeting and the coach about to yell at them and they're like coach players only meeting and the coach saying oh right that's embarrassing and walks out like it's it's like that kind of humor, I guess you got to be a hockey fan to really understand. It's like, well, okay, in the players only meeting, coach, get the fuck out. You have no. Still knock the sticks down on the way out. But yeah, he still he still throws a tantrum on his way out. Victor, I think your whole thing about <clears throat> the coach wanting them to play selfish hockey, he saw them as the only way they could win. Because the reason they're losing isn't because Riley and Jonesy are playing selfish hockey. They're losing because the seniors, the other guys are the, their marriages are wrecked. They're distracted with this puck bunny situation. They still lost. They nope, still but, lost. No, but that's what I mean. Playing but, but, that's what I mean. Like t- the team isn't bad because of Jones, Jonesy and Riley Coach is looking at Jonesy and Riley to be as their only hope to win. So yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. It's a little, it's a, I think I, you know, if we read too deeply into that whole kind of part <laughs> of the show, then we're, but, we might be going but, down the wrong. Yeah, no, that, that's the way I read it though. like, because up until then yeah. that, that team Jonesy and Riley were not, they, they were non-factors, but now they're the best players because the other guys are non-factors anymore because their marriages are ruined because of this puck bunny situation. Now, I, I, but the, the most common cliche in hockey is, mm-hmm. is teams with selfish players sure. don't win. No, right? I, yeah. So the worst teams in the league have like these single For superstars sure. that oh. are Every, everything. It's, it's like the, this it's isn't like, basketball, guys. <laughs> no, no, but it's like this is like the whole the whole story about Steve Eiserman, right? Yeah. He played, you know, for 10 years, was one of the top scorers in the league every single year, over 100 points every single year. The only really best player on the team. And then, you know, Scotty Bowman comes and basically tells him, hey, settle down start playing team hockey and he does and they will start winning Stanley Cups. For sure. Same right? thing with so, Ovechkin, so, you know. So that's why this whole thing because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be all about hockey. It's I don't know. Yeah, anyway. same thing with Ovechkin, but again, if if they're like for in in the Capitals case, Ovechkin was their only stud and they had to he had to do everything and when he had to do everything, they were losing, but they still counted on him to do everything. Same in this case. Jonesy and Riley were being counted on to do everything cuz the rest of the team sucked. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, it, it made it it made it for fun because everything Jones and Riley said that reminded me of like kind of some of those early '90s Leafs, like or or, or early sorry early aught Leafs where it's the Muskoka Five and they were just there to collect their 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 stats and, and that the team wasn't any good even though they were collecting their stats, right? Yep. Yeah. Screaming Gary Lehman. <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's uh let's move on to our ratings then. Uh Tanya, 
<laughs> I'm afraid to ask, what do you give? Did, did anything we just said here change your mind at all from what you were about to give this? No. Before you rate it, <laughs> just think about the scenes you talked about and that you had issues with were really just two scenes out of the whole show. Well, no, there so was the I'll skid, give you with that. There were the, the skid part. So, and let, so let me talk about the okay, skids so, really quickly here, though. So, so they're dealing with this is something. Uh, I appreciate it because I know what's going to happen. Like Devin has left the show. The actor has gone. He's no longer with the show. So what they're doing here, whether it's uh, uh, on purpose or, or being playful, is they're taking shots at Devin in, in that scene. They're probably taking shots at the actor. Why would the actor leave? We, he had all this stuff here and he left. Right. Why, why did De- Devin leave? I feel like they were kind of taking some shots at because from what I hear and, and like, I don't know the whole story. Maybe we'll we'll <clears throat> we'll, we'll hear the story one day from from uh, is that the actor left the show because he got other like better offers or whatever. And maybe he wasn't sure whether Letter Kenny was going to be uh, re-upped for another season, but he left. And I get the feeling maybe he wasn't a very popular person for either leaving or maybe while he was on set. So I don't know why you got to take it out on the guitar. (laughs) But anyway, uh, knowing that that scene, I think, has a a lot more meaning behind it where you have the steward saying, why would Devin leave? He had we had everything we wanted here and he's gone. (laughs) Like how selfish of him to leave. Don't you like, you know what? You can read beyond. So like, I don't know. It it could be completely. It could be the writers kind of taking. Oh, no, I think you're spot on. Al. I, I don't know. So anyway, having said that, I, I I appreciated that skid scene. It was short, uh, but they were just dealing with the loss of their number two. Uh, their number two is gone. All right. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, you can go now. Just like, are you done, Al? Because it hasn't changed the fucking thing. Is that, is, is that a call out to Code Brown? <laughs> who, who do, speaking of which, I watched Austin Powers with Owen the other night because I and he loved that scene. Who does number two work for? <laughs> That's right. You show that turd who's boss. <laughs> oh, my. I wish I watched it with you guys. He loved that scene. Um, OK, so I I loved how they closed off the whole um, baby uh, situation. Love how they took care of that. Didn't love the opening about all these fists flying. We didn't know the reason why. Um, I, but see, you found I out after. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm not, I like the, the, the fighting scenes when they're actually showing us the reason, like for him defending himself for, you know, being the, 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 you know, top. Well, in this case, alpha. his, his pregnant, his, uh, who he thought was pregnant girlfriend, Tannis, Asked him to come and help them. I know, get but rid usually we have the setup for that. Like <laughs> the guy who, you know, had his pants down and he sure. punched that no, guy and yeah. stuff. Like we usually it's know the reason shot. why. Yeah. I'm, I'm so with Tanya. On I know we usually, yeah, we usually know the reason why <laughs> for that yeah. the fight happens. Okay. And this one, we just yeah. all of a sudden. I, I called out the fight as strange uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. find out later though why. But anyway, go on. Yeah. So, okay. So that. Uh, okay. So I like that. And then, um, I love the Sushimi one. Mm-hmm. That, that was the only thing that saved this really. Cause, uh, everything else oh, I, I, I wasn't so fond of, so I'll, I'll put it in a compost. 
Wait. What? Hey, no. Wait. You know, wait. that's Save. the bottom Save. line. You said no, saved it. I saved it. it. Yeah, clearance. I saved it from the, the... Oh, sorry, sorry. From clearance. Clearance. This, clearance oh, is what I'm saying. I was going to say, what's lower than combo? What was it saved from? In, sorry. In, sorry. Can you I told you. Hey, listen. I told you at the beginning, the brain power is not strong with me, my so, friend. What's lower than compost? Incineration? No, like, incin- I don't know. What's... No. Clearance. Clearance. Okay. All right. Good. All right. There you That's, go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all, everybody uh, take a breath now. Oh, it's all right. Phew. It's all right. Well, all right. I knew you were wrong as soon as you said it. Yeah. I knew. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for that there, Matt. All right, Matt, you're up. Oh, it's uh, 100% fresh on this one. Mm-hmm. Like on all angles. It was just, it was a great start to a new season. Like I've said before, they brought a lot of the characters back. They didn't overdo their gimmicks. Um, they presented them well. And I said, the you, you intro with the alphabet aerobics and then give me the sashimi scene. <laughs> you could have stopped right there yeah. and, and you could have fucked up every other scene and I still would have given you a fresh. Which they, they didn't didn't not do. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> well, listen, you had your turn. <laughs> All right, Victor. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, um so for me this was I was kind of teetering between between fresh and uh and clearance uh, th- throughout the episode, but it did end on a fresh for me. Yes, um, guy. And All right. so it's, def- it's definitely not a hundred percent fresh. It's maybe more like a, you know, seventy percent, uh, 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 and you know, trending in the right direction. Uh, because there's just for me, like I was a little uncomfortable with the with the fresh, just because there was three scenes, and you know, it's a half hour show, so three scenes is a good chunk. Uh, where for me they could have been better. And that's the, that's the fight scene, the hockey scene, uh, the, the, with the coach, the hockey scene and the, uh, the skid scene. All right. But I already um, explained so, to you why you're wrong on, on all three of those accounts. So, oh but, my. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Well, <laughs> well, do, well the, the, the thing, the thing is your explanation is, is, is false because we, I have another, um, another person that agrees with me a hundred percent. Yes. So, so you know, uh, uh, so two two wrongs make a right. In this what case. about the credibility of that source? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you. So so anyway, I don't know so, why we're arguing, with Victor. He still gave it a fresh. So let's just uh, yeah. we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, you're I gonna mean, beat me down into the clearance. It, it, yeah, exactly. I don't want to do that. I want to talk him out of a fresh rating. How uh, dare you give it a fresh? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Tanya. I didn't know there was something below uh, compost. Victor didn't know there was something above fresh. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I'm giving it a fresh. It was a, a great start to this season. Uh, it explained everything. Uh, all this, like it, it tied up the loose ends from the previous season. It started up some new storylines for this season. Everyone, uh, well, everyone except uh, Pastor Glenn, uh, Glenn uh, were introduced, and, um, and Gail. Gail wasn't. Uh, but I mean, of the, the of the four factions, right? So the Skids, the Hicks, and the hockey players were introduced, but not the Christians, which would be Pastor Glenn. Um, Where does Gail fall into all that? She's just one of the townsfolk. So I mean, there's like the incidental people, like like uh, uh, McMurray and uh, uh, Dickens and and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, I hope Dickens comes con- continues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. There's there's, there's a lot oh, more Dickens. Okay, um, no, no slim pickings with the, for Dickens. Um, <laughs> so I give this a fresh for sure. It's a it's a it's a strong start to this season. Uh, you know, uh, love the sushi opening. I love the uh, alphabet aerobics. Uh, I I enjoyed the 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 hockey player stuff. I am with you guys. I do agree with you. The whole seniors thing when they're going back and like going in order gets tiring after a while until you get to boomtown usually boomtown saves that whole 
sequence and and he did this time as well uh and i didn't have any of the exceptions with the other stuff with coach and with riley and jonesy i thought they were great and and the skids i thought it was a good story and you're gonna have to start appreciating the skid stories or else you're never gonna give this a good rating like because they're one quarter of this i gave it a fresh no i'm I'm, 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 (laughs) sorry they're having a dispute. Yeah, I'm, 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 tr- I'm directing this more at Tanya because uh, <laughs> this is a domestic she conversation. She wasn't calling out the skids. As hey, the listen. Problem. She was calling out all the other things. The skids had a very, very big part in the whole fart book thing, and I gave that a fresh. Okay, good. So okay, I, okay, do I just want to make sure them. that you don't. You were wrong then too. So we know about the skids. You They're going to be. You are just never happy now. We know. We know about the skids. They're going to be overly dramatic. They're going to be very poetic sometimes. They're going to be very like over the top in a lot of the stuff they do but that's just them so accept them because there's there's some strong skid storylines coming up you'll need to appreciate Uh-oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> all right uh in terms of our top fives does this do, does this knock anybody's top five uh i'll start with uh tanya does this knock any of your top fives no no i didn't think so matt uh any of yours uh you know what? Actually, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bump number five, so it's gonna push. Ain't no reason to get excited off the list, really? and this is gonna take spot there. So, uh, yeah, it's bumping your season one episode one off, eh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Victor, does this bump your top five at all? I have no idea because I forget let me, what my top five. Let are. me review your top five with you. At number one, you have relationships, uh, which is the the dating one. Um, that's the best episode ever. Yeah. Uh, number two, you have a fuss in the back bush. That's the season finale of season one. That's um, when they when they have the 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 big. Yeah. No. That that was a better episode. Yeah. A fuss at the egg hall, which is the first of last season, which is a uh, it sets up the election. It's not the election episode, but it's the one that sets up the yeah. election. Yeah. No. I I did like that episode. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit more. Fart book is your number four. Okay. And, and super soft birthdays, your number five. Huh. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Super soft birthday is, I think, the the title and the kind of the uh, the romance of the episode. Mm-hmm. I think is is kind of bigger than the episode itself. Oh. So I think why don't we knock that one off and put this one in place? All right. It just yeah, it just it just squirrely Dan is too too good, mm-hmm. uh, and that scene deserves. Uh, I think uh, a, a lot of love, and so for that, uh, I'm I'm going to put it as my number five. For that reason, and and, uh, and I swear, if Fart Book stays on you and Tanya's <laughs> top five list by the end of this series. We're not podcasting together again. <laughs> yeah, and just just know because I'm the owner of my own domain, uh, I can I can I can put things in yes. uh, without 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 simply you know having the last episode be the next default thing to fall off I yeah, can, yeah i can switch things around you right. are the boss of your of your top five list it's all good it's yeah. all good uh okay i'm looking at my top five list and i think this I, I agree this one's better than fuss at the egg hall um i think i'm going to put this in a num- my number five as well so this one makes three of our top fives and tanya is on her own yet again uh, well this is where i i like to be this is like- <laughs> a very confused compost right <laughs> incinerator we need to put a one it's the, the color for the incinerator is black all right uh on to listen, <laughs> listener comments uh we we didn't really have many uh there's one comment in the uh the twitter dm group from miriam uh she asked uh, so did you guys plus gal uh get blowback with the election talk on on the last 
last episode. You got shit on for all the personal life talk last week. <laughs> FYI, we're fine with both. So uh, and and I responded saying we didn't really get any feedback, which probably means most of our listeners are like minded or shy or we just don't have as many listeners as we thought. Uh, so um, either way, yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, I didn't see any kind of a blowback from it. So uh, so there you go, Miriam. Uh, so far, you know, we're still okay with with people listening. Um, we did, and as mentioned before, we did. We're, have- we're we're also. I think it's important to say we're also okay with people having different opinions, yes. and certainly with the idea that. People people can have their own mm-hmm. uh, yeah. opinions about uh, politics as well. Well, the and, fact and, that uh, you guys have me here mm-hmm. is a content. <laughs> well, not only that, in in the DM group, we did have we did have a, at least one person say, you know, I'm conservative, and and uh, and uh, you know, he didn't say who he voted for, but he did say, look, you know, uh, Dems won, and uh, we asked them to suck it up when when we won, and now we yeah. got to do the same. So. Yeah. Again, which is a very fair comment. Exactly. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and so so that's why you know there was no conflict there. Uh, he he was being respectful of the results as as we had to be last time. Um, yeah. Well, so if their leader could catch up to the conversation. That'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, so yes, we appreciate so far the civility on on our DM group, and and luckily the DM group is not democratic. So I mean, if something ever did broke out, I have no problem kicking people out. Uh, so far, everyone's been been really well behaved. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes, it's been fun. It's been it's been kind of a nice distraction, and we're trying to build a community here. So uh, we well, we welcome all. Now on to some uh, exciting news. Uh, other than the fact that we have a sponsor, uh, we also we're going to have our first Letter Kenny cast member guest, um, Patrick Plywood McNeil, is going to join us on Monday. This coming Monday for a pepper for peppers <laughs> for a puppers. <laughs> <laughs> So Patrick, no rehearsals. Shit, I know, folks. I know. Patrick plays <laughs> Patrick plays Connor, uh, um, one of the silent skids on on the show. He's he's the tall one who often wears a gas mask. I've been chatting with him uh, for a while now, and he promised he was going to come on when his schedule allowed. He he, I think he works on 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 production crews for other shows, uh, and he he. Just I guess a production window just closed, so now he's available, and he uh, told me he'd be available at it whenever we needed him to to come on. So we're gonna have him on Monday night. Uh, so next week we'll have two episodes. We'll have Monday our chat with Patrick, and then our usual uh, Thirsty Thursday episode. I on our Twitter DM group I put out you know if anybody had any questions uh, that they wanted uh, us to ask Patrick. Uh, so they've already you know, included a bunch. Uh, so if anyone else wants in on this, they just have to join our Twitter DM group. Uh, just, uh, you know, slide into our DMS at protostand pod and ask to be added. And then you can, uh, fire away and we'll try to ask all the questions we can knowing that, I mean, Patrick is, is, a. Uh, you know, he is a cast member, but obviously, you know, like he doesn't have a speaking role and who knows how much he can actually share. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll try not to get him in trouble, uh, but we'll try to get as much information from him as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also I want to call it, I mean, if you, if you did catch what Al said there, it's a Monday episode. So we, even when we started talking about this show, we agreed that if, if, when, and hopefully more happen, when we get special guests such as Patrick, we will be doing standalone episodes like this yeah. just to dedicate towards those conversations so that we're not just rolling them into um another episode recap so uh, i'm sure al will come with clips and we'll come with questions you guys will present questions uh but we want that episode to really be focused on our time with our with our with our guests so it it should be fun 
Yes, exactly. Uh, we we don't want to have uh, cast members sit in and listen to us say how much we hate or love <laughs> an episode <laughs> or this scene or that scene. That that's that's for us to have fun with. But we definitely want to you know have fun with him, get some uh, insider uh, information, uh, some background information, learn a bit more about Patrick too. He's got some interesting stuff going on. Uh, the reason I reached out to begin with is he was posting some stuff regarding uh, mental health, and and uh, so I really appreciated that. And and so hopefully we can get him to talk a little bit about that as well and whatever projects he's working on. Uh, Yeah, it should be fun Monday. So uh, look for this in your um, feed uh, Tuesday or late Monday night or early Tuesday morning. And then again, Thursday, we'll we'll have our regular uh, scheduled uh, episode recap. All right, let me pull up the song for today. uh, Tetrapod by Big Nick. Well, before I do that, I should have asked, does anyone have any closing comments or remarks for today? I can bring I thought it was season uh, three. Yeah, yeah well, season three, you know, there's some ups and downs, but mm-hmm. it ended on a high and I'm looking forward to the season. Yeah. Tanya, did, did what are you? I, I'm looking forward to a fresh. Looking forward yeah. to a fresh. And, and if I recall this, I was glancing through some of the episodes that come. I believe this is a highly fresh season. Yeah, well, so I mean, I, Dean said so, right? He's he's looking yeah. forward to us watching it. I'm looking forward to I I don't, I mean, t- truth be told, they all run together, so I don't know what's happening this season. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, uh, until I watch it and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this was this was a good episode. So uh, yeah. I, I know there's some really great episodes coming up, and so I'm looking forward to, to whatever they are. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, and that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll recap and review episode two of season three, Puck Bunny. In the meantime, don't forget to give our sponsor, DG, DG Pop Customs, some love. You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram at DG Pop Customs. On Twitter, he's Dennis Guggen, and he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please rate us on iTunes. If you like the show, follow us on Twitter at Pod. We also invite you to visit our website, theprodustandpod.com. For other episode recaps and a list of our favorite episodes. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go eat some shoosies and sashimis and wash it down with the puppers. On behalf of Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, have a great week.